This is episode 360 of The Real Me and Colon, a movie podcast. On this week's episode, Chase is going to take a look at Cha Cha Real Smooth, the newest film from Apple TV Plus that hits this Friday, June 17th. And of course, uh, Hustle, the newest film from Netflix starring Adam Sandler as a basketball scout. What will he think about both of those films? Well, you just have to tune in and find out. This episode starts right now. What is going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Real Me and Colin Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Lee, and thank you for joining me on another episode of this crazy, crazy movie podcast. Um, thank you for joining me on this day or night or whenever you're listening to this. You guys are amazing. And speaking of you guys, if you could spread this episode around and let people know this is your favorite movie podcast to listen to, that would be much appreciated. Hey, listen, maybe there's like a family member out there or like a friend or someone in your circle that just doesn't like movies. Well, first of all, it's weird. Who are these people? I like to talk to them. And second of all, you know, if, if you if you want to send this episode to them and let people know that movies are such a great form of art, they're a great conversational um, medium. Like, you know, send it this way. Maybe we can turn them around and be a movie fan. Uh, but if you also have a family member or a friend out there that just or is looking for the next movie podcast to listen to, send it. Uh, send this episode that way. As well, I think um, I think they're gonna love it. I think, I think they'll like me, um, you know. So uh, yeah, please spread that around and let people know this is your favorite movie podcast to listen to. You guys are awesome. Like I said at the top, this is episode 360. I will be going over Cha Cha Real Smooth, the newest film from Apple TV Plus, and Hustle, the film that dropped last week starring Adam Sandler. It's produced by LeBron James, and um, yeah, it's more of a, a, drama, a drama. Which you know, listen. Adam Sandler can do anything in my eyes. I don't care if he flops or not. I just appreciate the man for going for it. So, um, yeah, so I'll be talking about those two as the main topics of conversation and, of course, get into the stuff I've been catching up on and all that stuff. But before we get into all of that, I got to ask, per usual, how you guys doing? You guys doing pretty good? I am doing okay. Um, it is mid-month. I cannot believe the year is flying by this fast. I can't believe this month is flying by this quickly. This is insane. Who, who asked for this? Who said that time can go by this quickly? Makes no sense. So whoever's doing that, making time go by fast, can you, can you stop that? Is that something you can stop? Um, I'm just asking for, for a friend and myself and everyone else. Um, but yeah, I, I can't believe it's like mid-June already. It's absolutely insane how fast this year is going by so far. We're almost halfway through the year. <laughs> like, think about that. We're almost halfway through 2022. I feel like we just started it. But um, yeah, as far as me personally, um, you know, just going to work, watching TV shows, playing video games, hanging out with my friends, uh, hanging out with the wonderful person I'm currently dating right now. Like I am just living that thing that we call life. And so, yep, I'm figuring it out just like everyone else. Um, but yeah, I'm having a, having a blast every single week, just always doing something. So that's what's going on with me personally. Uh, as far as, and I hope everyone else is doing fine. Uh, personally out there as well. If you ever need someone to talk to, I'm a great listener. You can always uh, email me, tweet at me. I I will be open to hear you out. Like that's uh, that's just who I am, and that's what I like like to do. I just like to like to listen. And so, uh, yeah. So what have I been catching up on? Still doing the succe- uh, Succession train. About halfway through season two. Um, that is one of the few shows that I will legit get angry at a service for when they tell me to skip intro. Because I'm not going to skip that intro. That theme song is such a banger that I have to listen to it every single time. Crank up the bass and just relish in that wonderful score 
that mixes classical and modern and it just i i love it i listen to it on my itunes all the time like to get pumped up while i'm working out like it's such a great theme song but yeah but halfway through uh that it's just getting crazy <laughs> the whole show is getting crazy but i love it i've loved every single second of it so far uh, i haven't really found any episode to be a misstep they always tackle um different storylines in each episode and it really just keeps it fresh and interesting so i am uh, all 100 on board for this show i'm excited to finish it so i'm technically halfway through um because yeah there's three seasons yeah halfway through two so i'm at the halfway point um getting there but um yeah, so I did that. Um, after I get done recording this, I'll probably watch episode two of Ms. Marvel. Um, uh, loving that show so far. And what else have I been doing? Of course, The Boys, and I watched Cha-Cha Real Smooth and Hustle. I did see um, Marcel, the shell with shoes on last night. Don't know if I can talk about it. Um yeah, <laughs> uh, I saw it last night. Um, great little theater experience. Um, always interesting to see A24 do PG-rated films because they are like notorious for making every R-rated film under their belt have some type of like penis shot in it or something. <laughs> just just some some type or like old man or old uh, woman nudity. Like they are iconic for doing that. So it was really weird to see a PG-rated movie. This is their fourth one, I believe, that's rated PG. Uh, I thought The Farewell was pretty wholesome as a PG film for them uh, that the whole family can enjoy. And like I said, I don't think I'm breaking any embargo by saying this, but I will say that Marcel, The Shells of Shuan, definitely the most wholesome thing they've ever done. Definitely the most family-friendly one they've ever done. Um, it is uh, definitely a film that I think the whole family can enjoy. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Don't want to get in trouble. But um, yeah, saw that last night. See Lightyear tonight. You guys will get that mini-review um, probably Friday, um, or something. I haven't figured that out yet, but, uh, yeah. Uh, so that is what I've been doing this week. And I think next week I have the black phone looking forward to that. Um, and I got my Thor love and thunder screening for the 29th of June. Super excited. Woot woot. So that will be a whole lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. The edge is pretty, Pretty chill week, just basically watching stuff to kind of prepare for you all for this episode. Um, haven't really been watching a lot of TV, but definitely been catching up on uh, Succession and uh, just uh, my normal stuff. So I'll let you guys know if I watch anything new or anything. Like I'm looking forward to Westworld Season 4 that comes out in a couple weeks. Um, so there is that. So HBO, just once again, just getting my attention and, um, and my money first and foremost. I, I, I love that service so much. I... We'll even go on record and say that HBO Max is the top top two. I haven't figured it out yet, but like just in terms of quality content, they are up there. And so, um, yeah, HBO Max sponsor me. That's what that's what I'm saying deep deep down. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I just uh, I'm, I'm enjoying just kind of catching up on everything and um, and whatnot for for you all and just in my my leisurely time. So yeah, just doing a lot of stuff. But that's about it. I mean, I really have nothing else more to, to add. So kind of a short little little intro today. Um, so hopefully uh, the, the reviews are enough uh, for you guys. You know, I, I will say that I guess a, a preamp into like uh, Cha-Cha Real Smooth and Hustle. Let's start with Hustle first. I I am such a huge, like I'm, I'm going to go on record and say that Adam Sandler is one of the, the best actors 
ever in my life. He just is. Um, if you look at the 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 list of movies that he's done, there are some comedies that just don't work. Uh, there's even some dramas that he's done that some people don't particularly care for. But you know what? You know what I respect about that man? Is when he hits, he hits really hard. And he knocks it so far out of the park that you kind of forget that, oh yeah, he got a couple stumbles like in that time period. Or he got a couple stumbles over there. It's just like, no. What he does is so magnificent in terms of dramatic work you can kind of ignore that like he's he's got that power and i kind of i kind of love that so yeah you know uh my favorite i think my favorite adam sandler film of all time is punch drunk love it just is um also paul thomas anderson one of the best ever to walk this earth and so yeah i um i I really love that one he even did the other netflix film that was like a dramedy uh the meyerwitz stories i thought that was pretty good it had strong moments and he was strong in it um never saw spanglish um never saw rain over me i heard uh rain over me was good i heard spanglish was kind of mixed but um once again it just kind of proves my point and of course uncut gems is just a master class in anxiety filmmaking uh from the safety brothers but yeah and then even some of his comedies are iconic in my eyes you know billy madison happy gilmore those two back to back they're so stupid and so enjoyable that i get a hoot and holler out of them every single time now you're probably wondering why on earth did you just say a hoot and holler I just did. You guys are going to have to deal with that. But yeah, um, and so I was looking forward to hustling, and so my thoughts will be on that shortly. And then uh, with Cha-Cha Real Smooth, um, he did this little film called Shit House, which, believe it or not, that is actually what the title is. I'm not just cursing to curse. It, it is called um, that. And so I was kind of blown away that Cooper Rafe, um, writer, director, and star, he had such a a grasp on how to write characters and make genuine connections between both of those characters and a connection between those characters and the audience that it was just so impressive to watch and so it kind of reminded me of like a modern take of like what link later did for like the the before films of just having two people talk in real time and just kind of see the ups and downs of that relationship kind of unfold like it's just impressive um script writing work and character work and uh directing to make you feel like fully invested like Come on, that, like that's a humongous talent. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be a little petty. Uh, he is in his mid 20s and he's already made two films so far. What? <laughs> I the most I've ever done as a filmmaker, I did a bunch of short films in college, and then I did a uh, a web series. You guys can find that on my YouTube channel. It's called Two Buds. I did that um, as an eight episode mini series. Like I just wanted to do it, and I thought that was one of the most mature things I've done, uh, in my career. And I've, I even have another idea that I want to do that's even more mature than that. So like, maybe I'll make it one of these days, but like, that's as far as I've done in terms of like making a genuine short film. And this guy's made two full length features so far and he's in his mid twenties. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm jealous. What I'm saying is I'm very jealous. Um, but no, like I, I, it's, it's awesome to kind of see like him progress as a filmmaker and just to see what, like where I discovered him and like he was just a, a baby at that stage and like look at him now and like working with like Dakota Johnson on this movie and like I'm excited to see what he does for his third one like um how uh, another I want to see him wrap up his like I guess relationship trilogy that would be great um and then kind of see where his career goes after that I think he's a super charming individual and he's going to be even if he just acts for a while or if he 
acts Andrew X or just writes like he's going to find his his niche and his groove and like he's just going to go for it and I'm excited to see where he goes so and my thoughts on cha-cha real smooth will uh, come up uh, on the, the the second half of the show but yes that will do it for all of that so when we come back from the first break we'll be talking about hustle the newest film from Netflix starring Adam Sandler and Queen Latifah uh, what will I think about that we'll just have to tune in uh, when we come back see you guys soon and welcome back from the first break let's not waste any more time let's talk about hustle now this is the film that dropped on netflix last week and it stars adam sandler as a basketball scout that discovers a phenomenal streetball player played by uh juancho hernan gomez um i hope i pronounced that correctly uh, and so he sees uh, Bo Cruz, played by that gentleman, and in Spain, and he sees the prospect as his opportunity to get back into the NBA because he definitely wants to coach at this point instead of being a scout. So going into this, I was I was kind of excited. I, I like uh, when Adam Sandler does his dramas. I like him when he does his comedies. I think he's a well-rounded actor, and he's got a lot of different things on his portfolio. That's what makes him one of the greats. I don't care if he's had a lot of flops in a row. Because his his hits are humongous, and they are some of my favorite films of all time. So that's what I'm saying. Like, even if he stumbles a little bit, he always just like um, the attitude of this movie. He gets back up and he keeps going, and you got to respect that, right? And so, you know, with all that and like LeBron James being behind it as a producer, like I was willing to see like a different type of sports movie, a different type of basketball film that it's not really focusing on focusing on like the finals or like a, a game specifically it's more about the recruitment process and like training someone to become an NBA legend um or at least in the eyes of um Adam Sandler's char- character he believes in him so much that he he trains him and he kicks his butt to get to that point so it was a different type of sports drama but uh I, I like sports movies I really do um even when it's stuff like this or it's not really focusing on the game too much, but more of the um, behind the curtain, so to speak. Kind of like Moneyball. That, that's a great example. So, after watching this, I, I like it. It's a good movie. Like, I, I honestly have no issue with it whatsoever. Um, I could have had a little bit more Ben Foster because, let's face it, I think we can all appreciate a little bit more Ben Foster in our lives. That man is a phenomenal actor. And I, I just like to see him in every... He's he's in a couple scenes here and there, and he serves his purpose, but I just want to see more of him. But all kidding aside, it's a really good movie, and I didn't really find any issue with it. It's just a really good, just good-feeling sports film where you just you watch it, you know the story beats that are going to happen, but it doesn't matter because you're along for the journey, you're along for the ride, and seeing uh, this scout push this uh, this gentleman to his limits... And having him reach the top like that, it's inspiring, it's motivating, and it really makes you want to hustle and do whatever you need to do in your life uh, to become the best uh, that you can be. So definitely a very inspirational film uh, for sure. And I love the story to it. Um, not only do we get to see the recruiting process and like the the uh, training process and just the um, everything that has to do with like, uh, um, you know, when like the general managers and the scouts like uh, picking the rounds and everything like that stuff was fascinating and i would love to see more films like this where it kind of just shows a little bit more behind the curtains of the specific sport rather than the actual gameplay itself it's really just a fascinating uh story and just uh, the mechanics behind the nba i really liked uh, watching that 
And then, of course, with the training aspect with Adam Sandler and uh, uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez, uh, that was really fun to see because you, you can definitely tell, like, there were times that he wanted to quit and Adam Sandler would keep pushing him. And he just he wanted to quit so bad, but he was doing it for his daughter and he was doing it for himself. And he was uh, also doing it for Adam Sandler's character to make sure, like, you know, this is a man that believes in him, so he's going he's gonna to make sure he works his butt off to uh, prove that to him as well. So all that dynamic between both of them was fantastic when it came to the training. And then also there was a nice, uh, just a, kind of a, a, an emotional blanket over everything, whether it be Adam Sandler and um, his, his family issues with like Queen Latifah, uh, who, who plays his wife, which I never thought of that as a, a casting choice, but like that's, I like their, their, their dynamic. They need to do more to, together, especially as a husband and wife. Um, and then of course uh, with Bo Cruz, and his daughter and like his family back in Spain and just everything that he's going through and like the weight that's carrying on his shoulders. Like he has a, a certain moment where he breaks in the film and I really felt for him because I'm like, he's a, he's a good guy. He's got, you know, a bumpy past, but he's trying to turn it around for, for himself and his daughter. And I don't know, I just thought that it was really just uh, inspiring to watch and, you know, to see him kind of have an emotional break and, and really kind of come through stronger on the other side was really awesome to see. So, yeah, and then uh, uh, all, all the training montages and all of the tryout periods in the movie were exhilarating because you're like, you know that this guy is going to stumble. But it's a matter, It's uh, just like what Adam Sandler said in the movie, doesn't matter how, how hard you get hit or whatnot, it depends on how you keep going and how you handle it. So seeing him in the, these tryout periods and like playing against other uh, NBA prospects, that was fun to see because... They're obviously going to be more in the know than he is. And so you're like, all right, I believe in this guy. I want to see him pull through. And so that was really fun to see. They were exhilarating sequences. So I, I really enjoyed that. But um, yeah, I, I don't know what else more to say. Um, there's definitely moments between all of the actors uh, in this film that stand out. And you're like, okay, like they all had their, their moment to shine. They're kind of like not Oscar worthy moment, but you know, a very like pungent, like, hey, we're, we all are a collective here. We're all a team on this film, and we're all going to do our part to make sure the story and the, the characters um, have the right inflections and everything. I just I, I liked uh, just the way this whole movie was just orchestrated. I, I really enjoyed it. So um, if you like sports dramas, if you like um, anything to do with basketball, uh, if you like Adam Sandler dramas, I think this is it for you. It's not as intense as Uncut Gems, so if you're not a fan of like the intensity of Uncut Gems, don't worry. It's not. It's not to this extreme. Uh, it's very. It's. It's a lot more chill. A lot more standard when it comes to a, a drama. It's not like high anxiety all the time that the Safety brothers brought upon us. Um, but that's okay. It doesn't need to be. Um, so if you're worried about that, uh, just know that that is not the case. Um, for this film, so you can you can watch this and it, it's a it's a breezy little drama and it won't cause you to have heart palpitations. But yeah, I think this is another good uh, film on Mr. Sandler's resume. Thank you, sir. What are your thoughts on Hustle? Please let me know down below and uh, let me know what you thought of the film. When we come back from the second break, I'm going to be talking about Cha Cha Real Smooth coming to Apple TV Plus this Friday, June 17th. You don't want to miss this conversation. Stay tuned. Thank you. 
And welcome back from the second break. Let's not waste any more time and let's talk about Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Now this one comes to us from Apple TV Plus and it hits their service this Friday, June 17th if you want to watch it regardless of what I'm about to say. So it's written and directed and starring Cooper Wraith as a young man who works at a bar mitzvah, who works as a bar mitzvah party host that strikes up a, uh, a friendship with a mother, played by Dakota Johnson, and her autistic daughter, uh, played by, what was her name again? Vanessa Berg, Berghart. I hope I pronounced that correctly. That is your uh, story right there. Also, Leslie Mann is in it as um, um, uh, Cooper Rafe's mom. Um, great casting, by the way. Anyways, going into this, I was looking forward to it quite a bit. Uh, Cooper Rafe, to me, is a filmmaker who is just now getting started, but also has established so much with the two films that I have seen from him that I cannot wait to see what he does for his third film. And I also can't wait to see when he blows up and he becomes such a household name that he can't do films like this anymore. Um, I think he actually, I take that back. He probably will. Cause I, he seems like the type of guy to me that seems very genuine when it comes to like wanting to make just smaller films and smaller stories and connecting with people on that level and not having to spend like 20, $30 million dollars. Um, he's, I think he's just that type of filmmaker, which is awesome. I, I want to see him just dominate the indie world. And so with, uh, also, um, his previous film shit house, that, that is the actual name of it. Shit house. What a fantastic little movie, please, please, please. After you get done with this review, check out my review for shit house. Um, and if you aren't convinced by then, just, just go watch it. Um, I, I think that is an explosive first film. I think it was his first film. And it just, it knocked me on my butt. Like, that was like, it was like a modern before sunset. Like, before sunrise. That type of feel. It was just over the course of one night, two characters genuinely just trying to connect. Trying to um, find some type of meaning in their friendship or relationship. It just, I don't know, there was a lot of just life to it. And it was just all two people having a conversation over the course of one night getting into certain scenarios. I cannot express to you like how much I love that movie. So going into this one, high hopes. I can tell you right now, this one is just as good as Shithouse, maybe even better. I have no clue. They're both great. I can't even compare them. Like they're just that good. And so what I really like about Cooper's approach to storytelling he doesn't make anything grand. He doesn't make anything epic or large scale. What he focuses on are characters first, script second, and delivering that story as best as he can. And the reason why it works is because all of his characters are written uh, very naturally. They don't feel like they're you know, characters that were written for a page, like they feel like real people. So you can connect to them on a more intimate level. So when you're watching them, you have more of an emotional connection with them. And so you're along for that journey with them. So when they're like discovering things about themselves or when they're going through the ups and downs of a relationship or a friendship, like you feel all of that. And he understands that. Like that's how you get people. It's not, you know, we don't have to like have this like gigantic action sequence to evoke any type of emotion. You can have something as small as this and it really is just something powerful because you can see yourself in these characters and you, you can see other people that you've met in your life in these characters. Like that's where the relatability comes in. That's where the connection comes in. 
And so Cooper understands that from a story per, uh, perspective. And having him being in, in his 20s in this film, and he's also in his 20s in, his, in real life, and have Dakota Johnson a little bit older in her life, experiencing a little bit more, they're on two different paths in their lives. And they kind of come together. And I, I generally think like they were soulmates. They really were. It didn't have to be um, on a romantic level for for them in this particular instance. It was more on a friendship level, and that's that's just as powerful. And so they were on two different paths in their lives, and they were both still trying to figure stuff out. So it didn't matter if you were in your twenties or in your thirties or forties. People can still figure out their lives. It's not you know you have to figure it out in college and like after that you're done. It's like no, he was coming of age as a 22 year old, you know, trying to figure out his life, you know, figure out what his identity is, you know, figure out where he wants to work, you know, what, um, what his personality is like, he's still forming. And Dakota Johnson's character is just more of like, she is an established person in life. And but she's still trying to figure out like, little things as well. And so they kind of rely on each other to kind of uh, for that for that support. And I, I really thought that was such a sweet, endearing and just charming relationship. And they dabbled a little bit romantically, and I, there was a lot of love there. But by the end of it, it's just like, it was just a really, really, really strong friendship. And there was something just really, just nice about that. And I, I really liked um, the way Cooper uh, wrote the entire thing. It's just, it, it feels like just a genuine thing that would happen. Very just raw and kind of realistic to a point where you're just like, man, I, I really want these characters to be together, but that's not how life happens sometimes, and um, that's okay. And so I, I, I thought that was also one of the the things that he, you know, put in his script is that just because they have like this, you know, attraction towards each other, it doesn't have to go down that route. Like you can have like a strong friendship and make it work. So yeah, I thought uh, their connection was just just quite lovely. I just I, I loved every single second of that, but. Also, like like I said, from a, just a writing perspective, like he knows how to write characters. He knows how to write dialogue and make it make it feel natural and make it feel kind of organic and not feel like they're reading off a script. Like there feels there, there's definitely beats of improv. There's definitely beats of um, emotional weight and um, conversation between two characters that just feel like a conversation that you would hear um, yourself talking with another friend. Like it just he he understands dialogue and he understands character and arcs and he really understands emotional journeys uh within uh, characters and so that's why he's such a fantastic writer and as far as his director um side of him he also just knows how to craft a really um good movie like he doesn't he's not like a visually like potent director yet he like i said he relies more on story but like the way the story flows and the way that you get so invested with each character's personalities and like their scenarios, like you are just on this ride from start to finish. And so uh, the way he, he directs the story, you, you have to understand like uh, a screenwriter and a director, two completely different things. But if you can do both side by side, that's an impressive talent and he can do both. He can make an engaging story that feels really smooth and just really um, uh, tightly paced and like, you know, just a really investive story. And then he can also write it on the page as well. And like um, you can really feel the emotion on page and 
on screen. It's just, I don't know. He's just a really special filmmaker. And I think um, he's going to go places. I can't wait to see him blow up. But yeah, what a fantastic relationship movie. It really is. Um, and also, it's not just between him and Dakota Johnson. Also, uh, Dakota Johnson's daughter in the movie, Lola, played by Vanessa Burghardt, she was wonderful as well. Also taught um, Andrew, played by Cooper Rafe, a lot of things about life. And she was younger than him. So this is a film about people looking for purpose, looking for, I guess, meaning. And the important thing is, like, we can all search for that in our real lives. And I think connecting with other people helps us understand that a little bit better and helps us get there. So having him interact with, like, Dakota Johnson's character, Leslie Mann's character, who, by the way, him and his mom have a wonderful relationship, made me cry. And I was like, probably should call my mom the next day. Um, it was that good. Um, but, yeah, it just – everyone's interaction with, with one another, there's purpose there. And there's meaning there. And so, um, once again, this goes back to how well-written the script is. But I, I loved his uh, kind of relationship with um, her daughter as well. Really just uh, striking a, a wonderful friendship in that arena as well. I don't know what else more to say. The performances are fantastic. It's well written. The story's engaging. The relationship is warm. It's, um, it's relatable. It's, I don't know, like you connect to it on such a deep level. Even though on its surface it looks like this small little indie film that's not going to do much. But... He is a fierce filmmaker, and he is a fierce storyteller. He knows how to tug at the heartstrings in all the right ways. Cooper Rafe is here to stay. Please, please, please check out this film and check out Shithouse. You will not be disappointed. Uh, and he's also a fantastic actor as well. Really just kind of charming, kind of loose uh, in the way he performs his dialogue and his... his um, his body language, like he just feels like he's in the moment. Like he doesn't feel like stiff or anything. Like he just, he's in the scene and he just, he vibes with it. <laughs> I know it's not, it's not really a um, great way to describe it, but he just he kind of goes with the flow and it just, it, he just feels like an everyday person that you're watching. And that's why I think he's just um, really relatable on that level. So yeah, and uh, every, everyone else's performances are, are great as well. Um, Leslie Mann, Brad Garrett, even with the short amount of time that he has, like everyone makes an impact. I love it. So, Cha Cha Real Smooth on Apple TV Plus. I don't know where Shit House is at. I'm sure, excuse me, you can go find it, but I, I can't wait to see him blow up. And Cooper, if you're watching this, hit me up. <laughs> you know, I want to, I would like to, I'd like to interview you. Um, I, I think you are a, a fascinating. Uh, filmmaker in person and i've I'm, I'm very much infatuated with your work even after just two movies so and that is my thoughts on cha-cha real smooth please let me know down below what you thought of the film as well and guys that will do it for episode 360 of the real me and cold movie podcast this episode is in the bag it is done folks so let's concentrate on next week's episode episode 361 i think i'm gonna choose the black phone as my main conversation uh, for the episode, I love Scott Derrickson. I love what he brings to the horror genre. He's also going to be working with uh, Robert Cargill, I think that's his name. And they were the two gentlemen that, you know, wrote Doctor Strange and, of course, Doc 
uh, Scott Derrickson also directed the first Doctor Strange. So excited to see the Black Phone because uh, you also don't see Ethan Hawke play many villains <laughs> in his career. So he gets to play a full-on just sadistic psycho uh, in this one. And so, uh, yeah, I think uh, episode 361 will be the main conversation will be the Black Phone. Um, and then you guys also will get a mini review of Lightyear. Look out for that. Um, but that will do it for this episode of the Real Men Cold Movie Podcast. I am Chase Lee. Thank you for joining me on this day or night or whenever you're listening to this. You guys are absolutely amazing. Thank you for all your support throughout all of these weeks and years and days and hours and all of the commitment that you have chosen to make me as your um, movie pundit. Like, I'm, you guys are just amazing. Like, seriously, thank you so much. So, yes, I'll see you guys next week for another episode of this wonderful, fantastic, crazy, kooky movie podcast show. Um, yeah, I still don't know how to sign these off. So, uh, that's my, that's the end of it. All right. Goodbye.